What is up, everybody? Jackson Wilkie here, your host with the Digital Mayor Now podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to bringing you today's top digital mayors and marketers to tell you exactly how they dominate, leveraging their communities, social media, and video, making them the digital mayor of their community. In today's podcast, you're going to hear from one of the OGs when it comes to being a digital mayor. In fact, he was doing it back in 2009 when he coined the phrase, the online mayor. He's going to go deep into what videos work, how simple it is to shoot videos today. He's very, very good on YouTube, really polished videos, but he also talks about how you do not have to be like that today to dominate your community. So much information. It's jam-packed. Stay tuned. Dude, I was watching your video, one of the many, Which and one? I wanted to kind of just ask you this question off guard without even telling you beforehand, but like, I think this will help with your introduction too. Tell me about like why that day in January of 2013 was the day that changed your life. You know what? Let me, let me take you back to the beginning yes. so you understand why that moment was so important, why that was the defining moment that made, that really changed my life. And if I tell you that moment, you're going to say, okay, big deal. Like who cares? Right. But if you understand where I came from, then you would understand why that was such a defining moment. So let me take you back to, I mean, at nine years old, I told my parents I was going to sell homes for a living, literally like I'm not kidding. And my parents walked into an open house and I'm the oldest of three and I'm the only one that they dragged around from open house to open house and we booked appointments with agents and I fell in love with the whole process. My parents have never owned a home. They're like poor coming from Poland to Canada. They had like 50 bucks in a suitcase. Like that's it. So they saved, worked two jobs each. They finally went to purchase their first home and they hooked up with an agent. Um, actually, they hooked up at an agent at the open house. So we walked into this open house. There was this lady there. I had no idea she was an agent. My dad started talking to her and, and he just became really happy in that moment. And as he was done talking to her, I said, dad, who's that lady? And he says, well, she's a real estate agent at nine years old. I had no idea that was even a job. I was like, well, what is that? And he says, well, she helps people buy and sell homes and she's going to help us find our first home. And seeing how happy my dad was in that moment, it was like something clicked. I was like, I'm going to be a real estate agent when I grow up. It was like that moment. My parents still remember that conversation. On the way out of the open house, I turned to my dad, both my parents, but I was kind of looking at my dad and I said, when I grow up, I'm going to sell homes for a living. To which my dad turned to me and said, son, when you grow up, you're going to get a real job. Yeah, we've heard that. Right? And so and my dad was trying to protect me because he knows this business is grueling and he wasn't doing it to be mean. It's because he loves me so much. He's like, son, get into something safe. He's a safe person. But here I am, you know, uh, years later with my real estate license. So 2000 and early 2000s, I got my real estate license and I finally was able to do what I wanted to do, sell homes. And so I did what everybody else was doing. I picked up the phone because my manager said, you got a cold call. And that was like the theme, cold call. And I said, well, this isn't what I envisioned, but fine, I'm going to do it. I picked up the phone, started cold calling, uh, did some open houses. So that was predominantly what I did. And then in 2009, I was getting really tired of it. I mean, I was running out of steam because I felt like I was sprinting. 
every single day. If I didn't pick up the phone, leads were not coming in and I had to do it. I hated every moment of it. I woke up with a headache, went to bed with a headache and my business started tanking. So I built up a nice business uh, into the six, well into the six figures, multiple six figures. And then overnight, it just tanked. I'm talking to the point where I had no money. I was so in debt. I had to sell my house. It was either that or go bankrupt. I was like almost six figure uh, debt. And I Damn. said, something's got to give. And so what I did, what all the other people were doing, well, I hired a real estate coach. I went on to one of these three-day seminars and I mean, they had all the people up on stage saying how amazing they're, my coach is. So I'm like, great. Well, this coach obviously is doing something different and he presented himself like he was doing something different right there on the spot. I had no money. Well, I sold my house. So I had the proceeds, right? Paid off my bills, uh, my debt. And I said, okay, I got a bit of money left. This is it. Like if this doesn't work, I am out of luck. I need to get out of this business, which I never wanted to do because I love this business. Yep. Hired my real estate coach. What did she tell me to do? Now, it wasn't the guy that was up on stage. He has other coaches. So she yep. was assigned to me. And, and I said, okay, I'm excited. So tell me what to do because, I mean, I was doing cold calling and it didn't work. She's like, well, I'm going to teach you how to become a better cold caller. I was like, what are you talking about? I don't want a cold call. Do you, do you know anything else? She's like, well, you can pick a neighborhood and do flyers. And I said, okay, I just went bankrupt. I have no money. What is it going to cost? Oh, thousands of dollars in at least a full year before you get a phone call. I said, that is the crappiest ROI I've ever heard. Like, really? And we've all heard it. Yeah. And I said, there's this online stuff. I mean, Facebook's really coming up. People are getting websites. They're driving leads. What do I do? And she says, oh, this tech stuff, it's not going to last. Are you kidding me? And our phone calls were literally practicing sales scripts. Biggest money I've ever wasted on a real estate coach. And I told her, I'm talking to a lot of people because you're telling me to cold call. First of all, no one's picking up their phone. And the people that are picking up their phone, most of them are, they're not ready right now. What do I do with these people? She says, you don't need them. Toss them to the side. They're no good to you. And I said, but if I develop a relationship, have some sort of like a social media strategy, except back then it wasn't called social media strategy. Right. I said, if I can build a relationship with them sooner or later, when they go to buy and sell, they're going to think of me. And I could be like their online mayor of some sort. I didn't call it a mayor. I, yeah. I called it an online mayor back then. And she says, this tech stuff, honestly, just stop it. I, and I ended up firing her. Yeah. I made no money with that coach. Literally overnight, I started doing research. What are the best internet marketers are doing? Uh, online marketers, businesses, what are they doing? And I came across uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and I said, I'm going to do what he's doing. First couple months, I failed miserably because I was still in the old school mentality of, okay, I'm number one and I'm going to pick up the video and I'm going to show you that I'm number one. And I said, no, 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 that's not what Gary's doing. He's giving value. So now I have to think, what is value? Deleted all those videos, started from scratch, and the email, the first email started that came in, and I said, and it said, Sebastian, I came across your videos on YouTube. I did everything you told me I was supposed to do. I went to the bank, got pre-approved up to four hundred thousand dollars. If you're not too busy, could you help me find a home? And I was I like, bet you were crying, busy. man. <laughs> I was like, I'm not busy. I have not sold a home in months. <laughs> But of course, to make myself look busy, it took like three hours to get back to him. Yeah, and yeah, I said, hey, thanks for a reply. Um, oh, let me back it up. At the bottom of his email was the interesting part. He said, if you're too busy, I understand. But could you refer me to somebody just like you? And I was like, 
this is awesome. <laughs> I sold myself without selling myself. Not once did I pick up the phone. I just started shooting videos and this guy's reaching out to me. So I hit reply and I was like, yeah, Tuesday, six o'clock, man, let's meet. I wasn't busy at all. So Tuesday clock, six, six o'clock rolls around. We go to meet and this guy and his girlfriend or fiance at that time, they're standing there in the reception area and they're like, they're looking at me and they're like, right. that's him. That, that's that's him. him. And I'm going, who, who are you talking about? And they were looking at me. They came to my office. I had this big ass shiny buyer presentation that my, my oh, coach yeah. told me to do. I'm on like the third page. I'm explaining it. He's like, puts his hand on top of, he's like, stop. And like, he took me off guard. And I was like, what are you talking about? He says, isn't there like a buyer agency I need to sign so we can start working together? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, my yeah, yeah. down his face so quick. <laughs> so that, that was literally, I went from completely broke, having to sell my house, yanking my family out of the home that I worked so hard to do, putting them into a rental. I felt like the biggest failure as a father, as a husband, as a provider, that the moment I decided to go from selling to marketing to doing actual value on video, that was the moment everything changed. When I fired my guru real estate coach and said, I'm going to take a different path. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and for anybody who's listening to this, he, he's got the digital mayor hat on. It started with, you know, him wanting to be the online mayor. Uh, Sebastian's That's what I called it back yeah. then, online mayor. And, and it's, it's so true. And, He's got, you know, daily vlogs coming out, tons and tons of video content. And, you know, we were rapping right before this and we both agree, like it's the Gary V style, go to his YouTube channel, watch his videos and steal it. You know, we're, we're in the, the, there we're videoing everything. Um, you know, it's like, take the R and D. Everybody thinks it's research and development. It's like, no, go watch all these films just like Sebastian's and rip off and duplicate. So there's so much information out there and, and, you know, becoming the digital mayor. Yeah, it is tough. It's a lot of hard work. Um, I'm not saying it's easy. No, but it can be done. Totally. And real quick before, cause I want to transition to that, how hard it is, but you just put a new vlog out. He's doing the new daily vlogs. They're incredible. Um, and th there's one marketing versus selling, like, give me just a quick, you know, the, the definition of, of what you mean by that. Okay, well, in the real estate business, the old school approach is this is a sales business, face to face, belly to belly. But that mentality came from like 1950s. Some coach woke up one day and said, I'm going to train these agents on how to do old school marketing. And that stuck. It stuck around because the internet wasn't around. So everybody called it sales. And sales, in my opinion, is such a nasty word the way it's meant most of the time because it's essentially making a commission dollar. That's selling. You're, you're manipulating somebody else's mind to make the sale. It's not really in your best interest because we've been taught, well, say this line. If they say this, you say this line in order to get a big yes from them. To me, that's selling. And I hate that. I have a different definition of selling. Selling is nothing more than the final face-to-face -face appointment because they have actually chosen you as the real estate agent. That's my definition of selling. But yeah. selling is the last 3% that comes after the 97% you do. That is called marketing. That's called building a brand. Look at anybody like Gary Vaynerchuk. We're talking about him. You, your audience probably is probably very familiar with him. Uh, Tony Robbins. That is a brand. Tony Robbins is a person. 
but that is also a brand. I have taken many of his uh, marketing. I've got a lot of his courses. I went to his seminars, but no one ever had to sell me on going there. Yeah, I was, went there I because be of there. his content. Yep. Nobody called me and gave me some cheap lines or, oh, what do you mean you can't afford it? Well, that's the whole reason you have to take it because you can't afford it. We've all heard these lines and they're 1950s crap approach. That's the only way I can selling, I'd say it. Old school selling, that is non-existent because that's not what clients want. Put yourself in the shoes of a buyer. When you're buying a product or a service and somebody calls you and says, hey, uh, would you like a new vacuum cleaner? You, you're most of the time, unless you actually need one in that moment, you're going to say no. And yeah. then they go to the sales mode to try to sell you. But if you're in the market for a vacuum, what do you do? You go on YouTube, you go on Amazon, you see what's yeah. out there. You start following people. You start seeing videos of people vacuuming and saying, this product's awesome. That's marketing. Yeah, no, totally. And guys, think about this in, in a sense of, let's say, you know, your mom comes in or your dad comes in and says, Hey, you got to go buy this pair, you know, these, this pair of shoes. It's the greatest shoes I've ever had. And you're like, okay. So then you actually go to Amazon and you read 300 yes. reviews because you don't believe your dad. So having, you know, those reviews, the online, you know, um, the backing yeah. of, of other people, you know, how great, you know, you are as a real estate agent or in the community is way more powerful than you telling people how great you are. And, and that, it, that goes back to exactly what you said, selling versus marketing. That's, yes. that's selling. Yep. Nobody believes you until somebody else says the same thing to you. Like you can tell somebody, hey, I can make you $100,000 in 12 months, like as an example. And you can tell that one person the same line 100 times and it will never work. Their buddy comes up to them that says, hey, I've taken their coaching. He made me $100,000 in 12 months. Guess what? Done. It's a yep. done deal. All of a sudden, like, oh, where do I sign? No, hundred percent. Third party marketing. On on that, if you have some past clients who are are cool with you know shooting you a quick video, I had a uh, you know real estate marketing coach, and he he hit me. It's just life changing. In fact, two of the guys in this company are part of that. And um, Travis Tom's actually the real estate market. He says, "Hey, would you do me a quick, just thirty second, one minute video review if if you yeah. actually feel like what I did for you has helped you?" And I was like, "Dude, your you, your group changed my life," and I did that video. I've had people from out of the country even personal message me and ask about Travis Tom. Every one of those joined his group. Like, so if you yeah. have past clients, get them to just say, dude, you know, this was the best experience. He's so good at what he does. You know, that resonates so much more. And that's the marketing part and not selling. Yeah. It's not you selling. It's, it's somebody else doing the selling for you. But 100%. it's your job to do the marketing to make sure the selling takes place. Right. And so that kind of goes right into, you know, again, it's kind of a broken record, but I watch all of Sebastian's stuff because I, I steal what he does. And he had one talking about his one clear path. You know, he's helping a lot of people do exactly what he's doing, um, eliminating a lot of the hurdles. Um, but I love you have three parts of it, the foundation, the authority and domination. And everything has to start with your foundation. And I think that there it is. If you could, for, if you're not listening or I mean, if you're not seeing this, he's got the tribe agent roadmap and it's going to teach you exactly how to do this stuff. But I love yeah. start with that foundation and the spray and pray as you call it, because that is marketing. <laughs> spray and pray. Yeah. I the spray that. and pray approach. And see, here's the thing. 
when it beca- when you want to become the digital mayor, we all have great content and you can find it on YouTube. There's a lot of stuff out there and you get all fired up and you get passionate and then you're like, I'm going to do this. But then just before you start to do it, your brain goes blank and you're like, how am I going to put that into my business? It's a great idea, but how am I going to implement that? Where does it go? And some agents try and it just doesn't work because they don't know where it goes. So I created this approach where it's literally one clear path that takes you from knowing nothing about real estate. Literally, you could be a brand new agent or a superstar experienced agent, but it takes you from A to B on the transition from becoming a real estate agent to becoming a media company, essentially creating your own tribe that will want to do business with you and refer business to you. And to becoming that digital mayor with your own tribe, there are three steps like we just talked about. First one's foundation. Second one is authority. Third one is domination. So let's go back to the spray and pray. And that sits in the foundation phase. In the fa- yeah, I think everybody can relate with the spray and pray. They've tried everything under the sun. So I love this analogy. I'm guilty. I'm, I'm so guilty of that. Like completely. I tried all oh, this stuff doesn't work. So in the foundation, there are three, three steps in the foundation section. The first one's the avatar. The second one is the message. And the third one is the offer. Business doesn't happen unless you know your target market. So a first time buyer is going to react completely different to your messaging than a luxury lakefront seller. One's looking for a $200,000 property. One is selling a $2 million property. You know what I mean? Yep. So you have, you have to know who that target market is. If you try to be the Walmart and be everything to everyone, your business is never going to get off the ground because now you're going to blend in and be just like everybody else. So in order to, to market to your perfect avatar, you have to know who they are. You have to know the pain points, where they live, how old are they, how old are they, their demographics, their psychographics. You have to research them and put yourself into their shoes so then you know how to market to them. And the biggest thing about an avatar is you have to know the problem. So once you take that and you know who they are and you know who the problem is, then you go into step two right here, which is the messaging part. Because the messaging cannot be developed unless you know the problem of your avatar. The problem of a first-time buyer is going to be completely different than the problem of a luxury seller. So then you create a message that talks to your perfect avatar. So then you go from spray and pray marketing to say, I'm the best. What does I'm the best realtor mean to a first-time buyer or a luxury seller? Right. It's, it's an incomplete statement. You're the best at what? Yep. Helping who? Yeah. Those are two completely different audiences and there's an unlimited amount of audience. If you live in a tiny small town where there's like 2000 people, yeah, your best choice is to probably be everything to everyone because like five homes a year sell. But when you're in a bigger market, medium to bigger size market, you're going to blend in and you cannot do the spray and pray approach. So then once you build that perfect message that speaks to them, you develop your offer. Now you know who your avatar is. Now you know their pain points, so you know how to communicate with them through the message. Now you have an offer. You cannot create the same. Okay, can you imagine I walked up to a first-time buyer and told them, hey, I'm your best agent to sell your million-dollar property. How does that even make sense to a first-time buyer? Right, exactly. It doesn't. So you have to take a different approach for every audience. Does that make sense? No spray and pray, which we all do to very intimate 
target marketing, speaking their language. Yeah. And that's the thing about this. And you could really speak on it. Um, as of doing this for a while, it's hard. I was on the opposite side for a while working at a, you know, a title company, working with real estate agents, um, to help them get business. And I would have these ideas, you know, cause I'd follow guys like you and, and the Gary V's and they're, everybody's worried about, you know, well, you know, what I'm doing now gets me a lead, somebody I can try and call today. You know, this stuff takes time, but mm-hmm. narrowing down your avatar at, at the end of the day, w- when it actually starts hitting, you're going to get 10 times the business and you're going to work with people yep. you love. Those people refer you. The other That's ones right. don't. That's right. The one thing that, the one avatar as a digital mayor, the one avatar that's a good idea to work with as a digital mayor could be business owners, local mom and pop shop business owners. If you get yep. them on your side, they have a completely different pain point than somebody that's possibly uh, a full-time employee working at a large company. They're getting their steady paychecks. They know what they're going to make. We're an entrepreneur. We, we tend to think differently because there's no such thing as a steady paycheck. We're a different animal altogether. So as the digital mayor, you can go to them and create content value for them that they can spread because you just create a free marketing for them. Sky's yeah. the limit. They, and it goes back to that. They're going to refer people to you. Yeah. And those, those, that's usually the demographic too, that is the most trustworthy. Um, and so when you go in and, and you help them by just shooting a video about their restaurant, let's say, or their hardware store, they usually don't know how to do that stuff. I mean, you can't even find yeah. their Facebook page. So when you yep. do this, I mean, we've had tears, we've had hugs. It, it, yep. guys, it, this is the kind of stuff where, and they want our card. Like we're not handing cards. They want our card. If we don't have like, we'll That's forget right. it. They want our number, <laughs> our name. So it's, it's just a whole different way of doing it. And, yeah. and it makes you feel so much better inside too. I mean, yeah. I would rather wake up every single morning knowing that I love yes. my job than, oh, I got a cold call for three hours again today. And I don't know what idiot I'm going to speak to or who's going to hang up on me today. Different mentality. Yeah. And, and I mean, obviously, probably people listening to this are in the same boat. If you're dominant at cold calling, like still do it because you're going to get business. But this is for those, you know, that just don't like that. It, it's icky. Yeah. Um, and that, that's obviously the, the way that we are. So you can leverage marketing and video to get out to way more people and build yeah. actual relationships. The conversations are different. And when I would cold call people, I would pick up the phone, obviously. They had no idea who I was. Like, not a clue. Another, another spray and pray agent is calling me to see if I want to sell my home. It's crap. It, it doesn't work anymore. And it's working less and less. Right. As time goes on. But interesting thing that happened when I started creating videos and online leads started coming in because they knew who they were giving their email and phone number to. And I started picking up the phone and calling these people. The conversation went from who are you? Why are you calling me to? Are you the Sebastian (laughs) you're talking to? The Sebastian that's making these videos? You mean you don't have somebody else calling for you? Like, thanks for calling me. When you're sitting in front of the seller and you're one of three agents that come in, you're going to get the commission objection. Well, you're one of three sellers, you know, and I would go through my magical, wonderful scripts, trying to fight for my commission. 
the more videos I produced in my real estate business, the commission objections literally started going down to the point where we didn't have a conversation about that. Right. The only thing they said most of the time is, where do I sign? Guys, I mean, we are hearing this commission objection, the red fins, the 1% listings, and we're trying to combat it and we're trying to do it ourselves. But I, yeah, there's guys out there doing this who are starting to charge more than the, the traditional 6% here in the States. You know, like, yeah. Hey, we're doing, you know, with this video marketing we're doing, we're reaching tens of thousands of people, you know, where they're not, you yep. know, we do this for six and a half percent. So, I mean, go the opposite way with it. You're bringing, you are bringing value, you know? Yep. So that's a great, that's a great point on the commission objections. Cause that's such a, a pressing point for real estate agents right now. Yeah. It, that, the, the digital mayor effect is almost like a rock star effect. Mm -hmm. uh, a movie star. Can you imagine like you're seeing somebody that you're really idolize whether it's on tv or on youtube and you've taken their content and here they are sitting in your home and you're like what you're yeah. in front of me yep you think a commission objection is going to come up it may i'm not saying it won't but what are the chances of like having a 20-minute conversation about a percent here and there it just it doesn't happen Right. Yeah. I heard it once. It was pretty funny. Like the weatherman growing up, you know, he was celebritized because he was behind a screen and, and these little, even your iPhone videos and, and getting them out there, it celebritizes you in a way that, you know, yes. people will start, you'll, you know, I'll walk in my little community and I see the shoulder hits like that's that guy, you know, and right. love coming up and being like, wow, you know, like I, I actually, you know, I, I love seeing your stuff. It's pretty fun to watch. And it's dude, it's all iPhone videos and it's just me and my kids having fun. And kind of highlighting yeah. a little ice cream joint or something, you know? Exactly. But totally celebritizes yourself. And it's, a, it's, it's really enjoyable that way, you know? There's a, there's a huge need for this type of content in this industry. And that's why if, if anyone has followed any of my videos on my YouTube, I'm on season three. YouTube one and two were different because when I started this three years ago, I was doing the digital mayor thing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to just turn on the camera and I'm just going to tell you what I do as the digital mayor. I, but I kept getting requests from agents saying, could you teach me? Could you teach me, train me? Are you a coach? And, and I never had any of that. And so season two, which was in 2018, last year, my videos dwindled down to practically nothing because I was going through this, this mental challenge in my head where I'm getting reached out to so much from agents that want to know there's, there's such a need for this that by the end of 2018, I said, okay, this is now my new venture. Mm -hmm. I got to shut down my local digital mayor and I got to go out there and literally be the digital mayor for real estate right. agents. And I'm just hitting it hardcore now in 2019, which is a different market now. Now buyers and sellers are not my target market. Now agents are because there's such a huge need for that. And I feel like I'm waking up happy every single morning yes. because now I'm doing what I love to do and I don't have to sell anything to anyone. And people are calling me saying, do you have a coaching program? Which oddly enough, I don't yet, but I'm developing the tribe agent, which will come out soon. But that goes back to not once that I sell anybody, it's a value market yeah. marketing driven. Yeah. And if somebody actually took their time and just watched all your videos, it's all out there. Like it's all out there. It's all free information. And that's the yeah. whole jab, jab hook type, you know, mentality. Yeah. Just, and, and think of that. Okay. Now, now as a real estate agent, think of that. If you're just giving, give away your secrets, like yeah, you would not believe the following you get because now you're different. Now you're not hiding what you do. Like yep, absolutely. whatever your content is. And in the first podcast I was talking, and this helps too with like your avatar. 
one of your hobbies, something you love to do. I'm a barbecue guy. I, started, I know. I saw your videos. I started right, so putting making my, that big steak on, brisket, on uh, yeah, man. brisket. That was awesome. I've had people come at me like, oh my gosh, like that video is long, but I could not shut it off. I had to know exactly. So I'm getting huge views on that and it's all barbecue people, right? Well, now in that community, yeah. man, you can make a barbecue group and do your videos and it has nothing to do with real estate, but you start smashing the like button and commenting. These people, know, I mean, they think you're your best friend. And I mean, you'll start getting deals out of that big time. Yes, absolutely. Don't you're not, you're not selling. Estate. Yeah. You, totally. you, you, now you're the digital mayor, literally. Right. Yeah. Um, we could go on that forever, but let's, if you go and watch Sebastian's videos, he's now doing daily tons of videos, you know, really good editing. It's, it's overwhelming. Um, and it, I do a lot of videos, but it's overwhelming for me. I'd like to get there. Yep. Take it back. Like, let's give these people something like, okay, tomorrow, this is what you're going to do. Okay. So the first thing that I have to let you know is when you watch my videos and I'm pumping out daily content for a certain amount of days, I'm not going to tell you how many, cause it's a personal challenge I have for myself. Yep. First thing you're going to do when you watch my videos is say, I can't do that. I am overwhelmed. Where do I even start? The production mm -hmm. quality, the camera, the angle, I can't do that. So the one thing I have to let you know up front before you should do is never try to be like anybody else. You can look to other people as inspiration, but you can never be that person. I look up to Gary Vee for inspiration. I can never be Gary Vee. I look to Tony Robbins. I can never be Tony Robbins. And it took me a long time to get that through my head. I can only be me. So finally, I'm letting myself free. I'm turning on the camera and I'm just me with no filter. I don't give a crap what people think. And it's very freeing. But when you look at my videos, you're going to say, what camera are you shooting yeah. with? What editing software are, are you using? And you're going to put roadblocks in front of yourself that technically should not be there. The reason the quality of my videos are what they are is because nobody knows I used to shoot and edit weddings for five years. Mm. I don't yeah. talk about that. People right. think I woke up one day and, and I used to sell homes. I was an agent and now I've got this high production video. It's only that production because it was years of trial and error and build up. It was building up that skill that never happens overnight. So what you have to do as an agent, when you watch my videos today, pick up the phone, you hit stop on whatever video you're on, you pick up the phone and you just hit the record button, start talking and hit the stop button. No <laughs> editing necessary. It, go back to the basics of shooting video. Right. Record, stop. It's that easy. Yeah, because I, I, and I remember I fell in love with videos and I wanted the best camera and I wanted a drone and I wanted, right. I remember a guy, I'm going to get him on the pot. He's like, no, like your cell phone takes the best videos. Um, learn how to use that. And once yes. you, you know, you get some ROI on that, move up. But I've fell in love. I'm over a year. I still only use an iPhone because I always have yeah. it. It may, I, I've learned how to use it. You know, we, we'd like to step up a little bit, but why, you know, it's working so well. So when you focus in the equipment, you stop focusing on your business. Yes. And it goes back to the spray and pray. If you buy all that equipment, start, you're going to be overwhelmed and you yep. won't do it. First of all, you're not going to have just the one challenge of what to say. You're going to have a second challenge that you 
have to overcome before you get to the what to say. And that is how do I figure out how to use this darn equipment? Now I have to take what classes go on YouTube. How do I use my new shiny $3,000 camera, my $500 software? Oh, what computer do I need? Is it fast enough? You're putting roadblocks in front of yourself that you really shouldn't be there. A cell phone's a cell phone. It's got one button. It's red. It's right there. You hit record. Yeah. And anybody who's, you know, maybe a little older in the podcast, go ask your damn kids. They'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So don't even put that roadblock in front of yourself of being challenged with what equipment should I use? Pull out the cell phone. That it, it, it eliminates hundreds of hours of doing research where you could have just got to that big red record button and just started focusing on your real estate business, not the equipment. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that, that's, that's just the thing that, you know, it'll be the over, you know, over and over kind of message is just start doing it. Find yeah. some videos are going to flop, but guess what? Nobody calls you and says you ruined my day or stop calling me. Like it just, it just kind of goes away. But then all of a sudden you're going to get that one video that like you were super passionate about shooting and it's going to take off and you're going to start going like, okay, that video I just did like had the most engagement, most likes. And that's the kind of stuff I love doing. And you'll, you'll just start funneling your ideas mm -hmm. into what you want to do and it'll help big time. Don't worry about trying to be perfect because we've got this image in our head that before we start creating content, we've got to know what to say, mm -hmm. uh, what topics do I talk about? If you look at any of the big, um, the only way I can say it is YouTube vloggers. It doesn't really right. apply to the real estate business, but I have to use this as an example because not too many people are doing it in the real estate business. Don't create document, meaning if you just document what you do every day, if you're going on an appointment, pick up the phone and hit record, you go back to the car, you do a quick 30 second recap of what you just did. If you're running out to the grocery store between appointments, hit record, show people what's in your shopping buggy. It eliminates that 90 plus percent of frustration, which is what content do I create? Well, don't create it. Just document what you're already doing. You're already on this earth living and breathing just hit record and record yourself doing that. Exactly. And that's how the videos become easier for you when you're just, when you're that's documenting right. and because you try and script something out and, and Trevor was on the, the last podcast talked about that. We all did it. We sat square and we tried reading our scripts. It's just <laughs> awful. Yeah. And then the, you do one with your kids and you like, you laugh and the camera's shaking and all that. Like, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, that's the funniest. Like, okay, yes. so it, this doesn't matter as much as just like fun content, good content. Uh, and that's the stuff that will go viral and you're scratching your head going, what happened? I was so bored that day. I was tired as hell. I had two hours sleep the night before. I just shot something quick for the sake of shooting it. And that's what catches. How does that even happen? Yeah, totally. It's totally. because you were yourself and you yeah. weren't putting on a suit and be like you said, square shoulders. Just, just <laughs> awesome stuff, man. I mean, I think we could go forever and ever. Um, but you know, guys, just to round everything up, it's, it's getting out there and doing it. Um, and go follow his channel and just watch his videos, just steal little tidbits of it, um, rip off and duplicate, but let's, let's go real quick. Um, you know, all the ways that they can find you, obviously if it's in Burlington, Ontario, they're going to find you because you're everywhere, but all your, you know, your, your sites and stuff. Yeah. So if you want to find me the quickest way, you could just go to my actual website, sebastianmalinowski.com. 
on Facebook, type in Sebastian Malinowski page, not the profile because the extension to my Facebook pages or my Facebook profile is literally Sebastian Malinowski profile. If you want my business page, which is the digital mayor page, go to Sebastian Malinowski page. You will find me there. So that's usually, that, that's literally the quickest way. If you, if you Google Sebastian Malinowski, you may get caught up in a rabbit hole of stuff that I used to do in, back in real estate. Go ahead and watch it, but you're not going to get value out of that per se where I'm sending you information because you're going to be looking at my old channels that have to do with my digital mayor days of selling real estate. Uh, so just go to SebastianMalinowski.com, literally, and, and yeah. it's there. No, I, it's, it is there. And there's a lot more, you know, the Gary V's of the world, just, just start following all these people and, and, and yeah. shooting the camera, man. Um, I like to ask, do you remember, and it could have been a while back, whatever, like your best video you did, even with a cell phone that got like the best engagement, most shares. The best video. Oh my goodness. I know yes. you do a ton. This one's a tough one for you. Yeah, yeah. This like was like the crappiest cell phone video you can ever do. And here's, this goes back to marketing and this was done very strategically. There was a new home builder that came into our town. They bought up this massive piece of land and everybody knew who the builder was. I'm not going to share it here because it's kind yeah. of irrelevant and I don't want to talk about them. Everybody knew who this builder was going to be. And everybody was on, on Facebook asking about it. And this builder finally released a, a, a selling date when they're going to start, when they're going to open the doors and start selling brand new construction homes. So there were, I want to say, oh my goodness, probably over a thousand people. They were, they were camping out overnight in the freezing cold to be one of the first people to go there no. to this, uh, to this construction site. So Next morning, when, when, it was, when they opened the doors, I grabbed my cell phone. I walked up to the site, and somebody, people were so pissed off because the prices were so high. They were outrageous. I just documented people being pissed off. I was there with my brother. I picked up my cell phone. I did like one of those, like one of these selfies. Yep. And I said, hey, I'm standing here at this site. Uh, people are throwing away their uh, their price bills. I can see people are like getting out into their cars. They're all pissed off. They're all going home. And it was probably under a minute video, thousands and thousands of views. Oh my and God. they attached me now to real estate. That was the strategic part. People literally thought I worked for that company after a while. About three days into them selling homes, when the when things died down, I walked into the construction site and the sales guy was there. I knew him. He looked at me and he said, Sebastian, people think you work here. Everybody's asking about you and everybody's looking for you. You're like, <laughs> yep. I think in a matter of a weekend, I literally added 1,000 people to my database, my, my, my yeah. relationship database. Yeah, and one simple cell phone video. One simple cell phone video, people started reaching me out for real estate advice. That's a great one. The new construction has everybody stirring. All my neighbors, like they're like, yeah. I'm never moving, but I wonder what those new houses, we have like 1,200 houses going like walking distance. And I went over there with my cell phone. There was three uh, model units and they all had a name, like Amethyst, yep. whatever. So I took a video of the Amethyst and then I kicked the door open and I did video tours of it. It was one of my highest engagement 
I didn't even say like, I'm, I'm your realtor, whatever. I was like, Hey, nope. I'm touring these homes today. And everybody's wondering what they are. Here's what they are. Exactly. <laughs> the and what I did, they were like loving it. Here's, here's some free advice I'm going to give you guys. And again, all, all my stuff is free. If you want people to attach you and associate you with you with being the real estate agent of choice, and if you have a new construction company coming into town and they're starting to build something or planning building or already building, attach your name to them and do exactly what we're talking about. Grab your cell phone and start shooting video. And what I had done was I've gone to the city and I, and the city has records of exactly what the roads are going to be like, the size of these properties, everything's there on the public websites in the city, but people don't know that. I got a hold of the actual uh, site plan and I made a landing page or a squeeze page and I used a few words that I knew people were going to be Googling. It landed on the front page of Google and I was killing it because everybody was Googling, how do I get site plans? What are these homes going to look like? They came across my page. And because I associated myself with something bigger that people were already Googling, nobody's Googling my name unless they're like stalking me and want to know who I am, but right. everyone's Googling the big names. So attach yourself to the big name, put a landing page together and your email database is just going to grow. Yeah. And then great, add great value. YouTube content too. What's that? Sorry. Great YouTube content too. hundred percent. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for that. And I can't thank you enough for being on here. You are just a rock star. I love your videos and stuff. So you guys heard, you know, where he's at, um, you know, watch his stuff, reach out to him. He's always, you know, there to help, uh, and give away his playbook, but thank you so much for being here, Sebastian. This was awesome, man. It's my pleasure. I appreciate you, uh, asking me to be on your podcast. I wish you yeah. a lot of success. I mean, you're going to have a lot of great people on your podcast and yeah. uh, I can see great things in your future. hundred percent. Thank you, man. I, well, it started with the good ones, so we'll keep it rolling. <laughs> so, okay. Well, uh, have an awesome day, my man. Thanks so much. You too. All right. That is a wrap for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you want to learn how to be a digital mayor, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and make sure you like our Facebook page. Now go be the digital mayor of your community now.